0: Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down to earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International.
1: Praise the Lord. I want to thank Bishop Dak and I want to thank Bishop Fabian, Bishop Oko, for giving us the opportunity to share our testimonies. My name is Kofi Sami Kudiabo. I'm in Zone 32. I used to drink and smoke. Last year, middle of April, I went out with a friend and I came home very drunk. And that day, I fell from three-story building. And the next day, I saw that I was in Colibu, teaching hospital, emergency hall. I saw my family members. I saw my family friends. I just said to myself, this is a dream, so I'll just go to sleep. When I wake up, everything will be okay." (laughs) So I later realized that the thing is happening. It's going on. And I got a fracture, so my hip bone came here, though. They had to drill my leg and pull it back. So my friends came there, they asked me, how did it happen? I told them that I fell from three-story building, but I didn't come straight to. I, I Like, I fell on a car before I came to the ground. They said, hey, you are lucky. I said, yes, I'm lucky. So they said, whose car is it? I said, it's a pastor's car. They said, where does he worship? I said, Lighthouse Chapel International. They say, I know I said... So... Hey, and when I was there, Pastor Ram came there. He gave me three books of Bishop Dak. That is, uh, They Went to Hell, Opportunities, and Born Again. So after I finished reading two of them, and I said to myself, I've been through some things, but I don't consider myself more experienced, but I may be smart. So if my smartness have brought me to college, then what about God's understanding? And... Uh, yeah. and when uh, I spent three months there so when I got this child I decided to come to church and uh, there was a time Bishop wanted people to come in front and give their life to Christ I'm a very shy type but I gathered courage and I came and they prayed for me and I went through lessons and I got baptized for the first time in my life and, and that, is not a, that is not all And three weeks later, I started having problems again. I started drinking again. And Pastor Ram again gave me two books of Bishop Doug. That is uh, how to be a strong Christian and how to avoid hell and go to heaven. So when I finished reading it, I decided to uh, apply it. And uh, it's working for me. It's working. So, so... I want, I, want to, I want everybody to know that I'm very happy to be in church today, and I'm very happy to be a member of Lighthouse Chapel International. I want to thank Bishop Dark for his books. I got saved reading it, yeah, and... Uh, Amen.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, stand to your feet. This morning, a servant who serves under Bishop D'Arcy Ward Mills is here to bring the word. Help me welcome Bishop Eddie. Come on. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Everyone to worship. Worship. When when every word of worship. With one God. every praise, every praise is, is to our God. God. Sing it again. Every praise, praise every is to our God. every word of worship. With one accord, every praise, every praise. Every praise. To us. how many of you believe that God is a savior? God, my savior, God, a healer, my healer, God, a deliverer, my deliverer, yes, yes, yes. How many of you believe God, a savior, God, my savior, God, my healer, God, a deliverer, God? My deliverer. Yes, I deliver us! Yes, yeah. yes yes Sing. yes yeah. every praise every, every praise, praise is to our god. Every, word worship, every word of worship with one accord every praise every praise, praise, every praise is, is to praise. our god oh come on give it to our god you can do it better give it to our god Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Wow. We are having awesome times in the presence of the Lord. Amen. And I believe that God has just begun with you. Tell somebody God has just begun with you. And tell the person if this is how your beginning is then I don't know how the end is going to be like. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. We're excited to be in the presence of the Lord. Well, we want to take our memory verse for today. James chapter 5 and verse 14. Amen. Are we ready to take it? Okay, let's take it together. Ready, go. James chapter 5 verse 14. Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. James chapter 5, verse 14. Okay, can we take it again? All right, let's take it. James chapter 5, verse 14. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. James chapter 5, verse 14. Is it okay? How many think one more? One more would do. How many think? No, be anything. We can do it. Hey. One more. You see some of you? Okay. Yes. Ready, go. James chapter 5, verse 14. Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders. Church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. James chapter 5 verse 14. Okay. I think now there you can take it. I'm sure we can take it. Okay, ready, go. James chapter 5, verse 14. Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them an- over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. James chapter 5 verse 14. Wow put your hands together for Jesus Father we want to thank you so much for today we ask for the help of your spirit as we hear your word open our eyes may we behold wondrous things in your law we thank you father in Jesus name Amen. Amen God bless you please be seated in the presence of the Lord Well, like you already know, this is our month of evangelism. And uh, we're encouraging you all to get the t-shirts. Bishop Boko announced it earlier. Some of you have it already. But God willing, next week and next two weeks, there are going to be t-shirt Sundays. Amen. I want to encourage you all to get a t-shirt. Let's wear it and come. And um, next week, last Sunday of the month, we'll be having our gathering service all our branches will be coming together. Amen. It's going to be a great time. Hallelujah. And then also we'll be taking off with our, uh, pastoring by month meeting. So we'll, we'll kind of sit in our month of bed. Is that it? Yeah. So, so that we can see ourselves and flow after the service of be a, a little, uh, fellowship before we break up amen all right God bless you so um last week I announced that there are a few books I want to encourage you in this season to read first one is Anakazo compelling power hallelujah oh you're not excited about it the books I tell you they make a lot of difference as the brother was sharing the testimony and was saying that they brought books to him and he was reading the book and he said and it's working, it's too powerful may you also read a book those of you on this side, you are not part of the service at all, are you there can you give me a wave, those on this side yeah, okay so let's get the books, go to the bookshop and tell them bishop said we should get these books another one, tell them we gotta tell them about Jesus, hallelujah oh, are you here you decided to go back home Right. 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. We got to tell them, send me and I will go. Isn't it? If the Lord needs someone, send me. You have already been sent. You just got to go. You got to go. You know, I was telling the people earlier that ECG cannot expect the church to provide electricity for Ghana. It is their duty. Ministry of Health cannot expect that we provide medicine for the nation. It is their duty. In the same way, we should not expect ECG to preach the gospel for us. It is our duty. We must go out there and preach the gospel. Hallelujah. And then also the greater love of Jesus Christ. Another powerful book. I preach from it during the second service. I want to encourage you, get the book, read it. Your life will not be the same. But today, I want to preach from the blood of Jesus. Blood power. Hallelujah. Amen. How many invited somebody to church today? Invited somebody. Oh, that's great. I see quite a number of people. That's powerful. Amen. You know, we have these forms, just little Slips, paper that you can just fill uh, the details. So, if you brought somebody, just wave. We want to have the details. Just, they'll bring it to you. Ashes, if you have it, just give it to them. You know, just fill it for us. Drop it in the offering bag during the second offering. And then we will take it. But we want to have all those details. Sometimes people come, but we don't get to see them. So, we want to have the details. Amen. John chapter 3. Is it John? No, Romans. (laughs) Romans chapter 10. Sometimes the scriptures, yes. Romans chapter 10, we're reading from verse 9. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Verse 15. And how shall they preach except they sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings. Amen. Well, this morning just for a few minutes I'm preaching from chapter 4 of this book blood power you can title my message the miracle of salvation the miracle of salvation in hebrews chapter 2 and verse 3 the bible says that how shall we escape how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Amen. The miracle of salvation. Now, why is salvation a miracle? It's a miracle. You see, we, 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 we only see somebody being blessed with a car as having received a miracle. Or somebody having a house. Oh, that's a miracle. Or somebody doing what? Getting married or traveling abroad. You got in your visa. Five years, multiple. H miracle. You will even come and give an offering, powerful offering. And share a powerful testimony. But you see, the greatest miracle... The greatest miracle, I said, the greatest miracle that can ever happen to anybody is the miracle of salvation. Hallelujah. That's why when the guy was sharing his testimony, I was so touched. Yeah. He said, I used to be a drunkard, I used to smoke, I used to do all that. that that's, that's the greatest miracle that can ever happen to anybody. It's sad. The church has gone it, got it all wrong. We only call certain things miracles. But you see, I didn't see anywhere in the Bible that somebody had a car or somebody had a visa and angels were rejoicing. Yeah. From Genesis to Revelation, I haven't seen it anywhere. But what I have seen... The Bible says that there's rejoicing in heaven. The angels begin to rejoice when a sinner, one sinner, gives his life to Christ. For them, that's the greatest miracle. That's why we cannot just sit here and be happy with all the little things that we are having. Because as far as God is concerned, we are not doing anything. We are not bringing joy to heaven if we don't share the gospel. If we don't tell people about Jesus Christ, this miracle of salvation will not reach them. Bible says that anybody who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. He said, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Yeah. So the Bible says that when we believe in our heart and we confess, we are saved. For anyone who names the name of the Lord shall be saved. He said there's no difference between the Jew and the Greek. Anyone God can save. But the question is, how can they hear? If there's no preacher, if nobody is sending a message to them, how can they hear? Because the only way they can believe is when they have first heard. According to Romans 10 verse 14. So if you haven't heard anything, there's nothing to believe. You and I, we need to arise and send the gospel to the people out there. They are waiting for us. Instead of being excited about the cars and the shoes and the things we are having, let's go out there and give the gospel to the people. Hallelujah. They are waiting for us. They want to hear something. This is good news. I remember they used to say in Sunday school when we were growing up, good news, Christ died for me and you. That is the good news. And it's still the good news. Yeah. But today we have changed the good news to something else. And sometimes when people are witnessing, we rather tell them, when you come to the church, you will get this. When you come to the what, what is this? So when people don't receive these things, it's like they have been deceived. The thing that God has for you is something called salvation. Salvation. Guaranteed. That is the miracle. That is the miracle. I said that is the miracle. This is a miracle I can assure you you are going to have. Miracle called salvation. That's it. That brought us to where we are. This is it. Find that people are preaching something else. We will not preach salvation because it doesn't sound exciting. It doesn't solve our problems. You know, one day, I was not well. I, I, I never forgotten this thing because it, it registered so much. And I remember the presiding bishop asked one of our doctors, Dr. Joyce, to examine me, do some tests and all that. And Bishop seemed to be very worried about it when he saw the things, symptoms, blah, blah, blah. He said, do certain tests. So it was done. He wanted to know what it was. So after she finished, then she called me. Then she said, I have good news for you. Now when she said it, I was just wondering because for me, I was still feeling some way. I was not feeling too good. But she said she has good news i said what is the good news oh what we thought it was that's not it so it is good news oh (laughs) although i was still feeling some way but you see when i thought about it i saw that i was looking at things from my perspective like first lady always says but there is another perspective that god looks at it from hallelujah so when God looks at you, he sees heaven and hell. But you, when you look at yourself, you are seeing shoes and cars and clothes. So when you don't get a shoe, you think you have not been saved. But when God looks at you, you have been saved from hell. Oh, I thought you were going to stand to your feet. And give the Lord a shout of joy. Hallelujah. Please be seated. So why do we say that salvation is a miracle? I'm going to share with you five things. Number one, salvation is the greatest miracle because it is a miracle for anyone to be forgiven. It's a miracle. Isaiah 1:18. come now and let us reason together. Say the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. And though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. One of the things that human nature naturally cannot do and doesn't want to do is to forgive somebody who has wronged him or her. It's like, Charlie, you do me, I do you. If they do you, forgiveness is divine. It's not an easy thing for somebody to say, I have forgiven you. That's why when Paul wrote to the Corinthians, in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. He says something. He said, so that contrarywise you ought rather to forgive because naturally we will not do it. So, forgiving something, somebody is actually a contrary, contrary something. It's against what we wish for. So he said, so that contrarywise you ought rather to forgive him and comfort him. Lest such a one will be swallowed up with over my soul. Then verse 8 says that. And confirm your love. Wow. Hey, it doesn't normally happen. Hey, you see husbands and wives. Uh, the wife says something, the husband who says something. Yeah, that's it. I will not, I will not. We must, hey. Yeah. And sometimes you see one little issue, they will hold on to it. Because maybe the man wants the woman to come and beg, come and lie prostrate. Do something. I mean, eh, in this world, when you are from somebody, I tell you, you will have to kill a goat. You have. To, they will tell you, "Yeah, you don't do that easily here." People don't easily forgive. It's not something that happens normally. So, for a person to be forgiving your sin, it is a miracle. It is a miracle. It is a miracle. It is a miracle. He said, come, let us reason together. No. Nobody will call. The thing you have done wrong, already they have brought out your punishment and the things we should reason, reason about. Come, let me punish you. But our God, he says, come, let us reason together. Ah, Whatever you have done, we can sort it out. Come, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss your situation. Whenever you sin, you make a mistake. Please, don't go away from God. The word that is ringing in the spirit is come. 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 It is ringing in the spirit. Come. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. God is always saying, come. The enemy will tell you, "Go," But God says, come oh when you sin, please don't go away please come back to god hallelujah he's ready to forgive you
1: yeah
0: one day i was talking to a young man i had preached at the service just talking about god's forgiveness just like this i remember the young man walked up to me he said pastor i want to ask you a question i said yes he said you mean god can forgive any sin i said any sin He said, Pastor, you don't know what I have done? (laughs) I said, what have you done? Then he said, my girlfriend and I, we have committed many abortions. He said, Pastor, I cannot count them. Yeah. Young guy, and I was just wondering how old he was, very young guy. Yeah. Yeah see but when he talked to me i said listen the blood of jesus doesn't have certain sins that they are too big to cleanse no (laughs) hallelujah listen in actual fact there is nothing like a big sin and a small sin a sin is a sin But you see, you may look at somebody's own. This one is big old. But your lying that you are lying is the same as that sin. But the blood is able to cleanse every one of them. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. That is a miracle. That you, Pa, you have been forgiven. Me, Pa. (laughs) Yeah, you can drink uh, you fall from third floor onto a car before you go to the ground. Charlie, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Number two. Salvation is a great miracle, because it is always a miracle for your sins to be wiped away. The same scripture, come now, let us reason together, say the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Yeah. People will forgive, but to forget... They will tell you, you know, I have forgiven you, but I will not forget. How many have heard that thing before? I have forgiven you, but I will not yeah. And how many have said it before? Hey! Sisters, it's, it's a human nature. Yeah. People will forgive, but they will never forget it. It will be there all the time. People enjoy referring. Yeah, you have a book of remembrance. That's why the Bible says that real love does not bear record of evil. But you see, people, we hey, they will refer you. You remember sixty-eight that that, that thing you did, hey. And even in this world you will see that even when you go to all these uh bni fbi kgb cia whatever they have records hey, it is there even when you have been released from prison it is there the, the, when you die it is still there the, the records are still there men don't wipe away the record documented and then they will archive it hey they will case number this this, this they'll bring it out yeah so that's what i'm saying that when your sins are wiped away it is a miracle it is a miracle but that's what god does for us he wipes away our sins Precious, oh, precious is that flow that makes me white as snow. One day, I read a book by a lady called Mary Baxter. I'm sure some of you may have heard her. The title of the book was Divine Revelation of Heaven. She has many books Divine Revelation of Hell, Divine Revelation of the Spirit Realm, Divine Revelation of Angels, different books. But this particular book, she was taken to heaven and she was talking about her experiences in heaven. She was in heaven for 10 days. Hey, Charlie. In your 30 minutes, it won't be easy. But she said one of the things that happened was that Jesus took her to a certain room. And in that room, there were like, like books. A lot of them. Files or whatever. And people's names were written on them. And as they stood there, somebody... They they had a vision of earth. Jesus just said, she should look. There was somebody who had just given his life to Christ, had come to the front, prayed a sinner's prayer, and then the person's name was recorded in the book of life. Then Jesus said, I'll show you something. Then went to one of the, and picked up that person's book. And every record about the person, from the day the person was born, so that time, everything was there. You see, we, we, we marvel at some of these things, but, but I'm just saying that even me, as I'm standing here, by the time I finish today, everything I have said would have been recorded. It is there. Facebook here. There, all over the place. And if the nearest star is about 400 years away from us, that's how far God is from. They're just a style, not God. So God is far ahead of us. We are now discovering how to record. They have been recording long ago. Yeah, Wasn't it long ago? Just a few years ago, we we're using tape. Floppy disk, this, that, that. And then it changed to this TDK... Uh, I said this, that, that. And then later I changed to this CD and that. And now we are using pen drive. There's a very soon to go. You see that something else will come. You can store this in your hair. Something, I don't know, but something can happen. But what I'm just saying is that documenting things and archiving things is something that heaven knows how to do it. It's not a problem. And they have it there. But what I wanted to share with you is this. She said, Jesus took the book of this gentleman and put the book down. And he said, he went for a bucket. There was something, a red liquid, but now she thinks that it must be the blood of Jesus. Take that bucket and poured it on the book. She said immediately, everything that had been written in the book, everything was wiped out from the book. Everything. I said everything. Listen, when God forgives you, he wipes away everything. There is no record anymore. If you keep having feelings that God still has a record, that is the devil, the accuser. He is the one telling you that your sins have not been forgiven. But I came to announce to you, as far as the east is from the west, so has he taken your sins away from you. As far as the heavens are above the earth, so has he taken your sins from you. He has taken it away taking it away. It's a miracle. miracle. Number three. Salvation is a miracle because it is always a miracle for someone to love a person who has many problems. Many problems. Many problems. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 but God commended his love towards us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Not when you were perfect. Not when everything was okay with you. But when you were a sinner, Christ died for you. Oh, I thought it was a good place to put your hands together. Hey, If God was waiting for us to become perfect, mm, he would have waited forever. But he decided that even in our sin, even with our problems, you see, because people, I mean, we, we, we are concerned about whether somebody is perfect or not. And that's why we have problems in marriage like that. You see, when you read First Corinthians chapter 13, the Bible says that when that which is perfect is come, that which is imperfect shall be done away with. That means that in this life, we will never have the perfect. We'll only have the perfect in heaven. So, love is the key to handle imperfections. When you have love, you can accommodate the imperfect. When you don't have love, you are always looking for the perfect. Perfect. So, love accommodates the imperfect. If you have real love in your heart, it doesn't matter how imperfect your spouse is, you will still be able to accommodate the person. Yeah. I have organized a number of singles mingle, Lady Pastor Grace. And I've noticed how people gravitate towards certain groups of people because they they look perfect they look okay they prospective they, they look and i've watched how some people are neglected that nobody is passing their way one day i was at a singles mingle like there was a lady i mean she had some kind of slight deformity or something i mean i was watching her nobody went to her to say hello or hi. People with problems, nobody wants them. But God says, come with your burdens. Come with your problems. Come just as you are. I love you the way you are. Come just as you are. It is a miracle. It is a miracle that you of all people, God loves you. You know yourself. You know who you are. You know how you have been drinking. You know how you have been chasing girls. You know how you have committed abortions. You know how you have done certain things that you are sitting here smiling with your shirt nicely looking like somebody who is an angel. But you know the days you used to fall in the gutter. The days you used to be moving in the night. Charming. But look at you today. God has loved you. And has saved you what a miracle oh somebody put your hands together for jesus it's a miracle i heard how a man decided that he would love a lady without hands and legs he said i, I love her everybody was wondering family members everybody are, are you mad? what about them Because naturally, people will not go for such people. The guy said, That's the person I love. I want to marry her. <laughs> oh, what a miracle. What a miracle. It's a miracle oh, that God can forgive you, imperfect person. One man caught his wife in bed with another man. Live, live. And I'm wondering how many of you, if you caught your wife in bed with another, hey, I'm sure you'd have gone to bring a grenade. You brought, uh, bring a machine gun. You, you will want to kill the person. But the man looked at his wife, he said, I'm forgiving you. (laughs) Yeah. One day I was talking to Prophet Kakra, he said to me, he said he had a vision. In the vision, he saw a man. The man was doing bad. (laughs) You meet somebody and you slap the person. You mean You kill somebody, moving around. Then he was thinking in his head that what kind of person is this? What kind of bad person is this? And the person was doing so many bad things, do do, moving around. So at a point he said, ah, "Who is this person?" That is? And then the face of the person was turned. He saw that it was him. <laughs> and God said, "That's you. That's you." But I decided to love you anyway. It's a miracle. Listen, my time is almost up. Salvation is a miracle because it is a miracle for someone to be released from prison. Yeah. It's not easy. Though. When people are in prison, they have only one prayer. If you are here, you have a lot of prayer that you are praying I want this, I want that, I want that. They have only one prayer. That I will be free from here. Freedom. Because it's not easy to be in prison. You are confined to one place. I was talking to one brother who went to be in this thing for one night. He <laughs> said, bishop. <laughs> it's not easy. The poo place, they just put a bucket inside the prison. Just the bucket is there. You, you have to put in front of everybody. I don't know whether you're that type but I me, mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm not able to do that kind of thing <laughs> in front of everybody that I'm trying to. My flesh don't like such things. I don't know. But it looks like after some time, you get used to it. You, you, if you don't take care, you die. I don't know what I would do, Mom, but everybody looking at you like that, it's not a simple thing. But that's what it is there. It's not easy. All you are thinking about is freedom. You see, maybe you may not see yourself as being in prison. But this is what Jesus said in Luke chapter 4 verse 18. He said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captives. And recovering of sight to the blind and set at liberty them that are bruised. So what it is is that when you are not saved, actually you are in prison. When you look at people, I'm sure if we can talk to that gentleman, he will tell you that he wanted to stop drinking. Even after he had come to church, he went back again to drink again. For three weeks. It's a prison. You will see people stand in a circle. And yeah, Change your style. Another change your style. Because if I stand there like a dummy, nobody will come and take you. You have to change your style. 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 style. It is a prison. just giving themselves to things. Smoking, they can't stop drinking. They are in captivity. So when you see such a lady standing in a circle, has become a lady pastor. It's a miracle, Bishop It's a miracle. And you are the one I'm talking about. You are that person who is a miracle sitting here right now. Oh, keep three people a high five. Tell them, you are a miracle. You are a miracle. You are a miracle. You are a miracle. A prostitute 10 lady pastor. A drug addict turned a reverend minister. Hey! A cocaine sniffer 10 a deliverance pastor. Hey! a womanizer, who have become a powerful prophet. Oh, give the Lord a shout! It is a miracle. yes I am a miracle. Divine. Yeah. So is that you? It's me. It's me. I'm sure some of you know, you knew me before. <laughs> They're watching. I see Pastor Peter and I here, we're in school together. Hey. Yeah. It's a miracle. Yeah. It's a miracle. Yeah, looking at me, but you too, yeah, yeah, a miracle. Put your hands together for Jesus. Jesus. Oh. Should we close? I tell you. Number five, salvation is a great miracle because it is always a great miracle for light to shine into the darkness. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2, the people that walk in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death upon them have the light shine. You see, I think that in Ghana, we have really shown that it is a miracle to have light. Yeah, I heard somebody say when he came back from abroad and when the light goes off and it comes up, people clap, he's just wondering that, ah, what what, what is this thing? Why is it that people clap, people are excited? But as he was around for some time one day the light went on, when the light came, he too started clapping, so that yes, it is a miracle to have a light. Put your hands together for Jesus. Only in Ghana. But it's not easy. You may think that it's a normal thing. As we are sitting here, the light just goes off and we are all there. When it comes, we clap. That is what happens to a sinner. That Great light. It's, it's not possible. You see, for light to be connected, a lot of things have to take place. They have to do the dam, do this. You need a river that is flowing in a certain way. That's why we are here. We can they go and bring some things to the sea. They are trying all sorts of things still. They can't power them. It's not easy mm. for light to come. So you may think that it's just so light. Just No. They have to connect. Akosomo, connect this, connect this, before light will come. You need a transformer to drop down the voltage four times before. So, as you see light on like that, it, it has taken a lot of things. Yeah. So, for light to come to somebody in your dark world, sometimes you wonder how some people the light can ever reach them because where they are so dark i tell you some people the idol worship and the things that they are in it will take something for the light to shine in their lives to come to christ but that's why god is depending on you and i that we can send the gospel cause somebody is waiting for you you are that light but it's a miracle for somebody like that to receive light it's a miracle so to sit here and be enjoying the presence of God it has taken a whole lot for you to be here number 6 salvation is a great miracle or it's the greatest miracle because it is a great miracle for you to go to heaven Revelation chapter 7, verse 13. And one of the elders answered unto me, saying, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said unto me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. You see, a place like heaven, for you to make it there, it's not easy. Yeah? I was telling some people earlier on today. One man, his son was telling him that, "Listen, you have to be born again. You must be born again. You cannot go to heaven." The guy was a gun man. He said, You know how these guns? Everything is like a fight." Kwe, "My heaven here. My heaven here means I'll go to heaven." And the guy, the guy said that, no, you can't just enter." Bible says, except a man be born again, he cannot. He cannot see. He cannot enter. Your name is not in the book of life. And he said, Peter, came here. that when he gets to heaven at the gate and peter tells him to go to hell he would rather tell peter peter should rather go to hell he's not going to hell i mean they take the quarrel everywhere they are going to fight in heaven too but what i'm saying is that you don't just enter heaven it takes somebody who has been washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Even here on this earth, it's not everywhere you can go. Yeah. It's not everywhere. Even in Ghana here, some of you haven't been to certain places. Many places. You can't just go there. The White House. You can't just go to the White House. No. Even the castle here. You can't go there. Or the... Jubilee House. Yes. But some people are able to go. How much more a place where the streets are made of gold Oh, you cannot just enter there. It takes somebody who has been washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And that is why one day when I see you in heaven, it will be a miracle. I will say, hey, is that you? You two will say, is that you? We will be standing there. We will be rejoicing in heaven. Put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Hey. When we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be
1: When we all see Jesus We will say and shout the victory
0: When we all get to heaven When we all get to heaven What a day of rejoicing that will be When we all see Jesus
1: Oh, see Jesus. We will sing and I
0: heard somebody say that there will be three surprises in heaven. Number one, the people you are expecting to see, you may not see them there. What a surprise. Number two, the people that you are not expecting to see. Hey! He said, Charlie, you do you have made it. But you know the third surprise? The third surprise is that you, yourself, you'll be there. Oh, I thought you were gonna be excited about that. Hallelujah! What a miracle. What a miracle. And finally, salvation is a miracle. It's the greatest miracle because it is a great miracle for you to know Jesus. To know Jesus. Son of God. Even in this life, it's not everybody you can know. I remember one time I was Bishop Woko. we went with Bishop Dag, went to see the president of is it Mali, president of Mali, and we were also there some. It doesn't happen normally. No, that will not happen. It's a miracle. So we're sitting down there. It has not happened again we are here We are. Here. <laughs> to know Jesus Bible says that one day there was a man named Zacchaeus he was shot there was no way this guy could make it to see Jesus but one day he heard that Jesus was passing by a certain way he said today be today I will make sure that this man also meets me and the Bible says that he went to climb a tree to give him some height small because he was too short and as he was there the bible says that when jesus got to the tree he says zacchaeus hey!" The man knows my name. The man knows my name. The man knows my name. Something was happening to Zacchaeus. I came to announce to you that Jesus knows your name. It is a miracle that you of all people, God knows your name. Jesus knows your name. What a miracle. Ah, when you give your life to Christ, your name is engraved in the palm of his hand. There's no way he can forget you what a miracle that you are known by god many of you even when bishop dag meets you and mentions your name there's something will be flowing through you how much more the king of kings and the lord of Lost, the great i am he knows your name what a miracle i pray that we're going to surrender our heart to jesus we're going to walk by this salvation hey how can we escape if we neglect so great a salvation listen time is up stand to your feet put your hands together for Jesus oh yes oh to Jesus I surrender oh to him I freely oh I Will ever love and trust Him in me. His presence daily. I surrender all. I surrender all. I surrender all. I surrender all. Surrender all, all, all to thee, thee, my blessed Savior. Savior. I surrender. All. Today, I believe that somebody is here. You need to experience this miracle of salvation. Today, every head bowed all eyes closed, God wants you to experience this miracle. It's the greatest miracle of all time. Today, you are here, somebody invited you. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to have this miracle. Something that makes angels rejoice. I want to be a part of it. Today, every head bowed or eyes closed, you want to surrender your life to Jesus, wherever you are. Just lift up your right hand. Be where you are. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Oh, thank you. Lift it up. Let it go up above your head. Oh, I love it when your hand goes up like that. At the back, God bless you. I see your hands. Today's a day of salvation. God bless you. Over there, I see your hand. God bless you. Oh, what a miracle. What a miracle. What a miracle. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to do one more thing for me. Please move out of your seat and come to me right now. Come. Those who are standing by them, help them. Clap for them as they come. Come. Come all the way. Oh, yes. Clap for them. Come, my dear. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come and experience this miracle. We have experienced it. You also need to experience a for them. Many people are coming. Come, come, come to Jesus. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Oh, is that all you can do? Angels are rejoicing. Is that what you can do? Put your hands together and rejoice, somebody. Yes. Come all the way. Come all the way. Listen, let them come this way, my brother. Let them come this way. Yeah. God bless you. Keep clapping keep clapping keep clapping many people are coming come to jesus come all the way my brother come come we are waiting for you come to jesus god bless you god bless you come all the way oh why don't you put your hands together for jesus hallelujah wow if you're coming just come we're waiting for you it's not too late at all there's still room at the cross for you There's still room at the cross for you. Hallelujah. God bless you. You have become a partaker of a great miracle, in fact, the greatest miracle of all. I'm going to pray with you a simple prayer to commit your heart to Jesus. Would you like to pray that prayer? Lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. And repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today, I thank you For shedding your blood to wash away my sins please forgive me all my sins i open my heart to you come into my heart make me a new person please write my name in the lamb's book of life from today i am yours and you are mine i will serve you for the rest of my days Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God, which we bless you.